Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Well, time now to speak with Crows uh, assistant coach James Raleigh. And bloody said, unusual game. I actually enjoyed the game, but at times North Melbourne certainly had their their chances and, and the Crows in the end, you know, winning by four or five goals. Yeah, no, it was, it was half entertaining, wasn't it? I mean, Davies Uniaki got going for North Melbourne. That speed and step he had at the middle put a lot of pressure on, so... Had to do some fancy footwork in the coach's box, I reckon, with the Adelaide Crows. Well, maybe in days gone by, they might have dropped that game, but they didn't. They certainly looked the better side the longer the game went. James, how are you? Thanks for your time. How did you assess that game? Because, you know, looking at it from a, as a bystander or commentator, it was a good game to watch. A lot of goals. Um, you probably thought they kicked a few too many, but how did you assess it? No, well, we, look, we were pretty disappointed with that, especially our, our first half. We were beaten quite badly around the ball, especially at stoppages and, and centre bounce was a, was a real issue for us. Um, and yeah, yeah, Davis, uh, Uniaki was pretty strong around that and we ended up putting Sam Berry to him and he did a reasonable job in the end. But yeah, first half was, was a bit average, but then, um, yeah, we we're pretty happy with how, how we finished the game off. You yeah, don't often see the coach. He raced out to the players and had him out on the wing before you went down the race. Um, was it just to sort of um, have a quick chat before you did? Yeah, I think, look, it was, again, mainly around, around our stoppages. And, look, their, their ball movement, they, they were pretty aggressive with that off half-back, and our defence wasn't as good as we'd like it as well. So, yeah, look, they, they test us out, and they're actually not going as bad as I think some some people think. So that, they, were, they were a handful at times. The game ebbed and flowed, though, didn't it? At times, you were in complete control. We thought, oh, here we go, this could be... And then, then they kicked a couple, then you got a couple, they kicked a couple, three-quarter time, it's almost dead even, and then you raced away with the game. Yeah, I think it was really just because we were pretty efficient um, with our inside 50s. I think we scored 14 or 15 times from 19 inside 50s in the first uh, half, which sort of kept us in the game, to be honest. But then after that, I think we had ascendancy and sort of played the game in our half and, and were able to get over the top. Yeah, look, James, North have got something. I mean, they're not a basket yeah. case by any stretch of the imagination. I think they'll come pretty quickly. Obviously, it's going to be a new coach, but that's not your issue. But, but I, that's what I, I personally think they're not that bad either. So, hey, look, I, I was looking at – I'm a great believer in percentage, you know, during the year, at the end of the year. It really gives an indication of how you're going as a club and also some improvement. Now, I had a look today. Last year, this that was your first year with the Crows, seven wins and 82%. This year, it's eight wins and 89%. It, it's a nice little five, six, seven percent increase. Your eyes are probably telling you that anyhow, as you, this is your second year at the club. If you're seeing this marginal increase now. That means the players are in, improving. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I think, um, Malcolm, our last half, I think we've been close to close to 100%. So, um, yeah, I, I suppose, as you said, it shows that, that improvement. And I think, um, yeah, with all, all parts of our game, with our defence and our offence, and um, we've always been pretty competitive around the footy and with our contested contested ball, but um, yeah, we've been happy with the other facets of our game for sure. 
Yeah, I looked at the points for last year too, just to go under the theme. I do like numbers. Uh, 73 points, <laughs> 73 points per game last year. You're a goal in front, which is not easy to do. That's another goal next year puts you knocking on the eight. You know, you're not far away with another goal off defence and four, and you're right amongst it. I've looked at the last three years, 80, what was it, 100 and something percent, 109% gets you in the eight. You're not far off it. No, I think that, and again, the balance, especially in the last half, we're scoring a lot more from intercept, uh, Malcolm, which which really helps us. And all the good teams um, score from intercept, especially from turnovers in our front half, which we've been we've been working on. So that's been really pleasing because at times we've st- scored too much from stoppage, which is not always a reliable um, reliable score. So yeah, hopefully that that can continue. Yeah, Nixie keeps on talking about a family club and, and respecting your mates and doing the hard things, not just kicks and marks. And I look at Geelong where you came from, James, and they've done that for the last 20 years. You've been able to keep players together, you know, some superstars perhaps had to take a pay cut. But Geelong to me looks like a, a real family type atmosphere too. Is, is that what you're trying to, you know, breed into, into the Adelaide Footy Club? And you started from a very low base and it looks like you're coming up. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think it's probably... Um, a sign of the amount of guys that are actually signing on the dog line for us. Um, there's not too many guys that are, are wanting to leave and there's always going to be moving every year, but um, pretty much um, every contract that's offered, the guys are signing on the dotted line. So that's a great, great show of um, where the where the culture's at and, and where the club's at. So hopefully that continues. you got the forward line up and firing. Uh, the fog's going well. McCadden, when he's playing, has been really good. You haven't had Rochelle, but... I was thinking, uh, talk about Rankin. How'd you like as a forward coach to perhaps have Rochelle and Rankin on the flanks? I keep getting asked about that one. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll just we'll just wait for the silly season for all that to happen. We'll, we'll just finish one more game and we can we can talk. But it, w- it would be nice though in a hypothetical situation, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, you always want to improve your list, and yeah, there's a lot of players out there that that um, yeah, pretty dangerous in front of goal. I've been a big fan of Lockie Galan. I reckon he's going to be a, a late bloomer, but he can run and jump at the ball. We saw he kicked a few goals last week. No McCadden this week. Is Would he be in the shuffle? Yeah, definitely. Um, we've had yeah, short discussions about match committee, and then we're definitely speaking about Lockie. Played a really good game uh, in the sample against Central Districts and kicked five goals. And Yeah, Shane's someone that jumps at the ball, um, and Lockie does that for us and against Port. We really need to be able to compete in the air, and if we don't mark it, bring it to ground. So, um, look, we, we, we're still pretty tall up there, so that's a discussion point whether we go with an, another sort of medium tall like Lockie or, or we go small around our, our three bigs. James, I don't know if you're calling the M&Ms, but two boys that are, I think are just taking steps, not, not big steps, just nice little steps, McHenry and Murphy. The two air, double air, what do they call them, M and M's. Yeah, you like that? Name? I never thought you. I do. I do like it now. <laughs> James, you going. can you can actually say where you first heard that, but, <laughs> but they are. Aren't they? Every now and again, they just do so. Oh, hang on, geez, they've done something Murphy's, really good yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Look, we love Ned and, and Murph for for the look. They, at times, they, as a forward, you do have to play sort of a sacrificial role and open up the ground for the for the team and and obviously defend and and their pressure's probably the best. Um, on our list. So they're fantastic in that way. And, and they've been working really hard on their polish because we still want them to kick, you know, all forwards want to try and kick a goal a game and, and set up set up scores as well. So that's what they've been working really hard on the game. And it's been great that the last few weeks, I think they've they've all, they've hit the scoreboard yep. nearly every week. So that's been really promising. 
I don't know whether you've had this conversation. I know that in some clubs, uh, senior coach and maybe the head of football are pretty keen to move blokes into different roles. So you actually get this gambit of, of knowledge, whether you're forward line coach, back line coach, midfield coach and all that sort of stuff. Does Matthew Nix believe in that system or is, are you still keen and is he still keen for you to keep in this forward role? Um, yeah, look... I reckon um, we all have we all have a say on uh, other areas. We're pretty open with, with our match committee. Um, we haven't spoken about what we're doing next year, um, so there is a chance that there might be some change. Um, yeah, I think uh, with the forwards, I'm, I'm pretty tight with them at the moment, so I don't know if they'd want want, want me to go. But there's something we'd we'll, obviously discuss at the at the end of the year. But we definitely have different conversations, and Burns is uh, more than happy for him to talk about how we how our forward entries are going, and obviously VB as well. So yeah, we do share our knowledge. Hey, I uh, guess James Riley was Rory Laird just off a bit. Uh, we thought he may have been ill. He was off the ground for a lot of the first quarter. Had his perhaps lowest output to halftime we've seen from he's had such an amazing season. Was he completely okay last week? Yeah, no, he was fine. He, look, he probably just had a pretty big build-up for his 200th the week before the West Coast game, the yep. travel. Um, it was all about Laddy, which is he's not used to and didn't really like much. So <laughs> whether that was a factor, I don't know. Um, but, uh, look, yeah, it, it, that, that's a low low game for Laddy. We're still pretty happy with that. and I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll... Pick uh pick it up for the for the showdown this week. God, he's had an amazing year. Tell us the strength of Port. Uh, they we thought they played witches hats last week. Essendon were as bad as I've seen, but they are a good side, Port Adelaide. You beat them after the siren in the first showdown. What what's their major strength? You have to look at. Oh look, I think you sort of saw it when when you're a bit off, and and maybe Essendon were just that they they are quite damaging with the ball. Um, especially off half-back, and if they get it to their forwards pretty quickly, they can really hurt you and put some scoreboard pressure on. Um, but they've actually been defending really well um, in the last half of the year. They've been pretty hard to score against, and they've, um, they haven't yeah, they haven't won as many lately, but they've been playing some really tough teams. So, um, yeah, no, we fully respect Port. Yeah, it's been a terrific run for you. Uh, you played Josh Kennedy playing his last game for the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> Cuttington in his return game for the Roos. And, of course, now you've got Robbie Gray in his final game. Uh, three out of three is probably on the cards now, isn't it? Yeah, well, as soon as we saw uh, Manage last week, we thought, oh, here we go. This is <laughs> going to happen for sure. So we were definitely ready for it. Um, oh, he's been a fantastic player uh, for Port. I remember, yeah, Geelong were just scratching their heads on who we were going to play on him. Um, wherever he was around the footy or, or in the goal square. So um, no, he's been a fantastic player, but hopefully he doesn't have a win with his last game. Just um, Aaliyah, to me, is, is put out. He's the beacon in Port's defence, and there have been a couple of sides that have done a job on him if they, you know, forward's been prepared to play a defensive game on Aaliyah, and he doesn't generally like that. Do you, do you have a strategy there or just back yourself in? Because when he plays well, Port's defence generally play well. Yeah, look, I reckon a bit of both. I think whoever plays on a lead definitely has to, to watch him. And, um, yeah, he can be very proactive and intercept in the air and, and on the ground. But um, it's also how, how we move the footy. Um, the conditions might be a little bit slippery um, at night. But at times, yes, we need to get it forward and, and compete. But other times, I think we need to, to move the ball around a little bit and allow our forwards to, to stay on the move and, and be dangerous and, and, and move at the footy. James, what I was about to say is not going to probably surprise you or anyone that uh, watches football, but Jordan Dawson, to me, he's been the, probably the recruit of the season. And the other thing I like, I mean, he's good in the air, he's 
beautiful delivery. You know, he's got a body like concrete. Well, he knocked that, out Zeebel. I mean, <laughs> I've seen him do that. He actually doesn't mind hurting, you know, in a, in a nice possible way. But he is a complete player, isn't he? What a what a great season he's had. Yeah, it, he's the one at match committee we all fight over because, um, look, he's been <laughs> fantastic down back for us and we we probably do need his, his ball use down there. So he's probably played majority of the time down back. Um but he's been fantastic on the wing and, and even just at times getting forward and just taking a mark and just kicking a goal when we need it. Um, yeah, he, he's been a great recruit for us um, on and off the field. Josh Worrell looks like he's taken mm. a footy like a duck to water and we're, we're wondering perhaps why he couldn't get a game. Obviously, you guys see him all the time, but you know he's got the left foot. He's got a nice size about him and you can move Duday around a bit yourself. I mean, that's a luxury, isn't it, when you – Someone can take that spot, and Tom Duda is a wonderful player himself, but gee, he's been good in his couple of games since he's come back, Worrell. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, look, we've been keen to play Josh, um, especially in the last half of this year. I, I reckon it's fair to say, and Josh would say, he probably wasn't ready the years before that, um, but this year he's come on leaps and bounds. He's been a real professional around the place, and yeah, look, he is at times with his intercept similar to Tom Duda, and it's probably why he didn't get a couple of games earlier earlier in the year, but there's no doubt. Um, yeah, when you when you have some half-backs that are good size and can use the footy, and we've got a few of them now, it, it definitely helps. It's going to be interesting uh, going forward. I know you've got a game to play on the weekend, but uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Phil Thorpe and Himmelberg, they both play a similar role, bit of forward, bit of ruck work. Somewhere down the track, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that all unfolds, uh, particularly from your end, that extra forward. Yeah, no doubt. Um, especially with the they develop their their ruck work. Um, Rob has been fantastic for us, but there might be an opportunity where we, we play them both in the ruck and, and tandem at times because they've got that ability to to be pretty dangerous. So you see what Port's doing with their ruckman at the yeah, moment, yeah. Finlayson. And so look, there might be an opportunity we do that at some stage. Um, yeah, Elliot's Elliot's had a lot of good games for us this year. Um, he's still working on his craft and, and his strength. Um, but uh, he's played a lot of good games for us, and I thought Riley played really well on the weekend. And yeah, he's uh, he's developing nicely as well. It might be a myth, but Malcolm and I both believe the Crows are suited to the night games for some reason. Uh, your records, even against the top sides, you've done some really. I don't know why, James, but uh, whether ball gets on the ground more or the atmosphere is different. But uh, yeah, it's a night showdown. It'd be be fantastic. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure why that is. Maybe it is. There's a little bit of. Um, dew on the grass because it's at night or a bit wet and slippery and we, we, we play a pretty live yeah. uh, brand of football where the ball's pretty live and, and uh, chaotic at times. So it does suit us and, and yeah, I think it, it'll be a little bit slippery on the weekend as well. Good luck. Thanks for your time and uh, good luck this week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.